Dad bod in the morning, dad bod in the evening, dad bod at supper time. When dad bods in your mom, you can have dad bod anytime. Hey, Brian. Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> yeah, you like that? All right. Hi, everybody. My name is Andrew. <laughs> My name is Brian. And this is Dad Bod Pod. Welcome. Woo! Hello. This is episode 47. Brian. Yeah. Welcome back on your journey. Well, From your journey. You. Thank you, sir. It's nice that you made it. I did. Um, and you brought, us, you brought us a friend. I did. Can you tell us who's with us? Uh, this is my good friend, Shane Ali. Hello. What's up, <laughs> gentlemen? How are you all? We're Doing great, good, man. Bro. We're so stoked that you're here. We're going to have a lot of fun. Just bear with us and just, just roll with it, man, because uh, what's about to unfold is chaos. We yep. just try to keep it organized. Well, that's funny because I call ceremonies divine chaos. So it's, this is perfect. Ah, oh, cool. Exactly Very what cool. It is, yeah. uh, if you're just if this is your first uh, episode, uh, hello. We are two uh, music teachers out of Wesley Chapel that talk about all kinds of dad stuff and do all kinds of dad games and play all kinds of dad shows. And I got all that confused, but it's all right. Um, dad shit. Dad shit. <laughs> real dad shit. And uh, we, uh, yeah, we just like to get together every Friday and um, do all that stuff. If this is not your first episode, you already know what's up. Um, Brian, yeah. how was your week? Absolutely amazing. Yeah? Yeah, it was great. I'm really glad to hear that because, you know, not to get too personal, but yep. you've had a rough couple of... Yeah. Rough couple of weeks, we'll say that. Yeah. You know? And normally when you ask me that question, I usually go... Yeah, it yeah was, that was fine. It, it was a week. Yep. Rossi yep. ate my debit card or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. Rossi licked my butt while I was yeah. trying to jerk off. Yeah, no. no. This, this time. <laughs> well, the animal rights activists are coming for us. Apologies later in the episode. Um, but this week has been <clears throat> a... Um, it's been just absolutely beautiful. Everything is going right. That's great like, to hear. The universe is finally like, all right, let's quit fucking with this guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's let give him a minute. Throw him a bone. Yeah. 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 How was your week, Shane? Man, my week was long and energetic, and I am I feel great today. Good. I feel great today, but I'm good. I'm happy to be. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad to be doing this podcast because I love doing all the people's podcasts, but so many of them that I do, most of them that I do are like in these very spiritual communities. And yeah, yeah, sure, so sure. it's nice to be able to discuss that, but with a lighter mood, perhaps. Yeah, we try. Um, although yeah. I do take this really seriously, I'm also a friggin' fool, and I love to goof off, and yep. I've known Brian forever, so I'm glad to be here. Well, that's awesome. I'm, we're glad years. that you are here. We're glad that you're here with us. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Close to 20 years I've known Shane. Yeah, I think there's, I think other than my, obviously my immediate parents, there might be only one person in my life that I've known that long. Yeah. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome sure. that we've like, and it was crazy because it was like, we were buddies and then like, you know, like life moved happened. Moved on to different shit yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And then I ran into it. Babies were had. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. That'll do it. Yeah. And yep. then like I ran into him running to at Planet Fitness. I'm like, oh, shit, you know, we connect again. And then next thing you know, we're going on journeys and yeah. having a blast. Hell yeah. Reconnecting through beautiful sources. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh, my week was cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't give us a chance to ask. <laughs> I know, I we're didn't. We're still processing the last <laughs> answer. <I> <laughs> That's okay. I just like to move it on. I don't take offense or anything. <laughs> you, like, take a minute of silence. I'm fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, no, it's fine. Right, cool. I don't have anything amazing, but uh, 
I got an oil change. Sweet. Hey, yeah. well done. Listen, That's a W. Exactly. Yeah. You got to take the, yeah. the tiny wins when you can get them. Yeah. I did laundry today and I felt the Ooh, same way. Yes. I was like, yes. Yep. Dude. Oh, I did the dishes the other day and <laughs> I was hey, like, I go. am dad. <laughs> Super dad. <laughs> Heck yeah. Dad rise up. Um, uh, Brian, this is episode 47. Yep. We got to get through just our intro bullshit before go. we go on to our normal shit. Let's yeah. Go. Let's All right. Go. So, first things first, Brian, we put up a short. The other day that uh, we're not going to go, well, we won't hash out the content. Yeah, yeah. Apparently it was a little spicy for that algorithm because yeah, yeah. it's gone. YouTube got mad. YouTube got mad. So you guys, uh, if you haven't seen episode 46, go check it out and see if you can find the hidden dad joke because yeah. uh, it's it's out of there. I didn't even know YouTube would do that. You'd think they would at least allow us to take it down. Right. Or change oh, it somehow. Oh. Fuck that. Dude, they pulled out quicker. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> moving on? Yep, moving on. All right. Brian, do you remember when I vowed never to play piano publicly again? Oh, uh, yeah. I, apparently, I'm going to do it again. Good job. Yeah. For Valentine's Day. Yep. So what should I play? What song should I play? Um, I'll make love to you. All right. Oh, now, seriously, I would I probably play that to. if I could. Oh, what do you mean publicly? Where are you playing? Well, I'm playing at a winery. Okay. Um, sort of background music. Okay. So yeah. my thought is like I'm gonna sneak in punk rock songs and slow them way the fuck down. Yeah. Anti love, but like I'm gonna do radio by Alkaline Trio right. yep. because yep. that is just an anti song, yep. anti love song. So I think it's uh, it'd be funny to slip that in. How long? <laughs> how long do you have to play? How Hours. Yeah. Yeah. So conceivably, I could yeah. do it for all kinds of songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was thinking of uh, it's raining blood. Oh yeah, Slayer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do a little bit of that. What do you think? Yep. Should I record it? Yes. And throw it on the podcast. Yes. We'll so also, yeah. I think when when you hit the lyric in radio, uh-huh. you should j- just whisper that part. <laughs> well, I'm not going to sing it. I'm going to play it. But, but you, oh, that's oh, even better. Just, they won't have any. Exactly. Yeah. Like a dog, dog shit in razor blades. <laughs> yeah, no, don't sing it. <laughs> nope, <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't. What's um, romantic? That's romantic. It's very romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a true wordsmith. Yeah, yeah. Brian. Yeah. Stay to the Darmy. Do you think we're a weak Darmy? No. Wait, for those that may not know, Shane, you may not be. I was going to ask, okay. what the fuck is a Darmy? <laughs> well, we have dads uh-huh. and a group of dads as an army. Okay, I see They rise together. Going. Yeah, no. Darmy. Yeah. 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 When we came up with the idea, there was like 17 of us. Yep. And I was like, well, we could take over a laundromat. <laughs> now. Now. 202. We do this every week, you guys. If you have pushed that button, even if you've thought about pushing that button, thank you so, so much because uh, we never, we didn't ex- expect this. 202. Yeah. But if you haven't pushed the fucking button. If you haven't pushed that fucking button. <laughs> guess what? Guess what? Allow, Push that allow me. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Brian, we have a gym that opened up pretty close to us. Yep. And um, inherent to gyms are people that work out in those gyms. Yeah, indeed. And on average, it's 50% men, 50% women, if yep. you think, if you, you know, include all the gyms of the world. Yep. And uh, I just happen to notice, and I try to say this as respectful as possible, mm-hmm. people wear lots of yoga pants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think about them? How do you feel about them? I want to hug whoever created them. <laughs> yeah? How do you feel about yoga pants? I, I mean, I love yoga pants, yep. and, I, and I don't... I mean, I'll just go to a Target on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Hang out in the Stanley yeah, aisle or whatever? I mean, just, Cruise through the book section. I don't know. <laughs> Home and gardens. Uh, just anywhere. Just, you know. Go I literally to... have nothing on my shopping list. Yeah, no. Half just... hour to kill? I'm trying on hats <laughs> yeah. that I don't wear. So then here's the question, the real question. I have two. Yeah. First of all, should we hop on this yoga pant train and make dad bod uh, branded yoga pants? 
What do you think? We good? Get our logo up in there? Yeah. Up in there. Up in there. Yeah. <laughs> Get that logo up in there. <laughs> then if that's the case, do you think we should rock yoga pants? Absolutely not. Don't no. do it. <laughs> <laughs> do you think we'd, honestly, do you think we'd be asked to leave if we walked into the gym rocking yoga pants? I mean, I know why you're asking. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, but no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> well, you know. The guy at the front counter is like, listen, I know it's a little cold in here, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I but guess I would be more offended. Just, and don't wear I would be bag. more offended if they let me stay, I think. <laughs> That's not a moose knuckle. That's like a goat hoof. <laughs> awesome. So here I are with our dad bod yoga pants, our cup of bucket juice. Yep. And we got Snatch Chat open on our phone. Beautiful. Ready to go? Um, but you know, that's a lot of distractions. That's a lot of outward distractions, right, Brian. Right. We need, for this episode especially, we're going to look inward and we're going to talk about okay. inner space. Yes. Um, I am just enthralled with the, the spiritual, the connectivity between one living being to another, one living organism to another. Uh, I am absolutely fascinated with energy exchange. Yeah. Have I ever told you my like far out theory about music and uh, the universe? No. So, uh, science tells us that um, at its very basic core, right, any uh, particle or um, a constituent is just an excitation of a, um, of a field, right? right? Quantum field theory tells mm -hmm. us that, mm -hmm. which means it's just a vibration mm -hmm. in a field, right? Mm -hmm. So when we play music, right, we are manipulating vibrations, Absolutely. right? We're, we're speaking and singing through these vibrations, right? Uh, as far as we know, and now I don't believe this to be true, but as far as we know, we're the only ones in the cosmos that can do this. So um, when we do it, wait, we wait, are... Hold on, hold on. So what the fuck was Cantina song? Oh, man, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> From Star Wars? Yes. <laughs> nice one. Man, I was getting into it. You just pulled me out. No, what was I back, saying? Fuck. Uh, oh, so when we when we play music, when we when we manipulate these frequencies, we're literally uh, utilizing the same sort of tools that make up reality itself. Right. I think that's like a very deep connection. It's to all beautiful. Of that. Yeah, it is because music can be used for everything it and can. anything. Right, it sure can. That's why when sometimes when we get some students in here, mm -hmm. where it's like, "What kind of music do you like?" and they're like, "I don't like music." It's like, "Well, you're six. <laughs> And it's in the gonna wrong be spot. all around you your whole life. So learn to. How do they end up in music class if they don't like parents? Music? Parents, parents are parents. like, you're going yeah, to music for class. Sure. Yep. Uh, before we go any further, Shane, can you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do? What it is that what, the reason why you're here? Yes. You know. Yes. Go ahead, please. I am trying to raise that vibration that you were just talking about. First of all, in myself, in hopes that when my cup is full, you know, it will flow over. And if there's enough people doing that, then, you know, then slowly over yeah. time we can begin to lift this whole thing up. Yeah. And, and they've known for thousands of years in other traditions that everything is just vibration. I mean, now we know it scientifically. We've got the benefit of scientific tools and <clears throat> we know all about quantum what we don't know all about. We are beginning, <laughs> we are beginning to slowly discover some things that we believe to be true yeah. about quantum mechanics and how things work on a different level. But um, yeah, so, so I'm trying to work on myself always and also, uh, you know, sort of enjoy the ride. You know, I'm happy mm -hmm. to be here. I'm happy to, to be alive. So I want to enjoy the ride 
You know, I want to enjoy, you know, do no harm. I don't want to fuck up anybody else's thing. I want them to do True. their thing, but Word. I want to enjoy this ride. And so, and so mm. I'm, I'm trying to do that the best I can. So I'm, I'm trying to finish up my book. It's called Hope After Dope, My Journeys with Addiction, Ayahuasca, and God. I'm about 300 pages in. I am trying to edit it. I, um, I, I make music. I do hip hop on my own. Because, That's awesome. Uh, I was in bands my whole life. Yeah. And I tried it again recently. Uh, but it's so hard, as you yeah. all know, because, yep. you know, then you've got three or four other dudes or people, you know, you've got to worry about their jobs, Scheduling. their egos, their addictions, their yep. families, their... And it's like, hip-hop, man, I get a beat, I write to it, and I just write whatever I want to. I stopped writing anything. You know, when you're in your 20s and maybe 30s, you know, when you're making music, you're like, okay, well, what can I do? You know, you're trying to walk this line between, like, doing what you want to do, but also doing something that might be popular as well. Sure. And I totally threw the popular part all yeah. out the window a few years ago. And I decided, I don't care how weird it is or what I'm talking about. I'm just going to like write what I want to hear. And I was telling my buddy this the other day, like in the morning when I'm getting ready, after I do my meditation and shit, and I'm going in the shower and brush my teeth and getting I find myself putting my own songs on. And I'm like, I'm yeah. really, glad I, wrote, <laughs> really <laughs> glad I wrote this song for me. Yeah. Hell yeah. Maybe Fuck somebody yeah. somebody else might dig it, but I really don't Dude, care. Dude, I'm our biggest fan. Yeah. I really yeah. don't yep. care. So I'm doing music, finishing the book, and then of course, you know, I uh, I am uh, uh, I'm the servant. <laughs> I'm a servant, you know. Cool. I'm a servant of something higher, of a powerful plant medicine that 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 has come out of the jungle now for a reason to help. To help humanity and the earth and everything sort of move this along in the right direction, and so uh, and so yeah, and so I help I help people that I can when I can when they are called. That's fucking awesome. Can can, can you tell us a second about um, the jungle journey? Mm, when I went to Peru. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so, fuck yeah! So this was yeah this was amazing and uh, and the jungle's no joke as you know and uh, lots of people are being called down there now because of ayahuasca and. Uh, and so there's a lot of travel down there. Um, I think that's a you know people can poo-poo it because you know t you know the tourism and whatever. But you know I think people finding out more is better. Um, so when I went, it was pretty cool. You know we we I got to tool around. It was funny. The first night we got in, we were staying in a hostel before we went into the jungle, motored up the river into the jungle, and uh, we were staying in this hostel. And I was with about uh, three other people, and we got there. You know we just took taking this long flight to Iquitos, well, close to Iquitos. You can only get in there uh, by river. There's no roads, river or, or plain. And the first night, everybody was tired, and I was like, let's go for a walk. Let's check this place out. And it's kind of, you know, it's run down. It's not, you know, we're used to the cities yeah. that we live in. It's very right, right. different there, you know? Sure. Uh, and I was like, let's go get something to eat. And everybody's like, I'm not going out there, you know? It's dark. Yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. I was like... I went out on my, I set out on my own. I was Ooh. like, this and, is Peru? Yeah. What? They don't, they don't want me, you know, they know I I'm going to spend money and I'm trying to go see what the locals are up to. So that was cool. Okay. That was a cool yep. first experience. Yep. But the whole thing was amazing. I mean, we went to the jungle. Uh, I was with the Matsis tribe there and we brewed our own medicine and we sat with it a few nights. Um, and then sat with another medicine, Wachumor San Pedro, the cousin of, of peyote. Uh, on one of the days in between. And so, yeah, I mean, it was just amazing experience to just be there in the jungle, to feel its power, to see its beauty. Um, all the things down there are just, will 
will bite you, all the things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did so well, like, all week. And then one of the last nights, a big-ass red fire ant bit me right between my toes. Oh, yeah, no. I was doing so well. And I came home with a case of chiggers. Oh. I, I, like, started itching on the plane. I was like, what the? And then I got home, and I was just, like, covered in these chiggers. But I was tracing. Chigga what? I was. Well, yeah. Chigga's itch. That's what it is, man. I was tracing through the jungle my in like my chiggas. Yeah. They were definitely mine for a couple weeks. I was traipsing through the jungle in like shorts though at night. I don't know what we were chasing. I think a snake or a frog or something. Chupacabre. And I was just like, yeah, chupacabre. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, dude. Wow. So yeah, but the probably as divine as it all was, the coolest thing that I did was on the way into the jungle, before you get on the boat to go up the river, there's this big market, and it's fucking filthy. I mean, there's just trash everywhere, yeah. people everywhere, of course. and things flowing through the fucking market, and you don't know. And people are selling fish and chicken and meat, and it's just out on the table, in the sun, just right. sitting there yeah. for Lord knows how long. Awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're, on the way in, we noticed that one of the ladies there had, like, the big white grubs on skewers. I and saw that she video. Was, yeah, and she was, like, had them on a little grill. And uh, we, I was, like, on the Slimy way out. Slimy but satisfying? I was, like, on the way out, I'm getting one of those. So yeah? all, all, So the whole time we were in the jungle, it was sort of like a thing. Don't forget, you got to eat. You got to eat. So on the way out, you know, it was a thing. So I stopped and got one. And I was a little scared. And it's got, like, this little hard head on it, like a little brown thing. I didn't know. So I asked the lady, am I supposed to eat that too? She said, no. She showed me. She like took it off or whatever. And I put it in my mouth. Now, I thought it was going to either taste like wood because I thought that's what they eat when they crawl on the tree. So I sure. thought it was going to be gritty and, and woody. Or I thought it might like pop in my mouth like, you know. Like a gusher. Like a gusher, Ooh. right. So I was forest little, gusher. I was, a little, I was a little forest gusher. At this point, I was committed, though. So I, I yeah. took one. Yeah. And I have to say, man, it didn't taste bad. It actually tasted good. It was kind of like a really buttery tasting fatty piece of bacon, like bacon fat, buttery mm. bacon fat. It was not bad. I went in for a second one, and my buddy Rodney actually ate one, too. So that, wow. was, that was the most exciting. More balls than me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I didn't get attacked by a jaguar or an anaconda, but I yeah. did eat a grub. Wow. Yeah. Very so that's cool. That's it. Thanks for asking, man. Yeah. yeah. That's cool shit. That's awesome. Love. All right. So, Brian, yeah, man. you know me. Are yep. you down with DAD? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> uh, I got the history. Yeah. See what we're doing here? Yep. I'm done. Of us, I can tell you. Cool. All right, listen. The history of psychedelics, ancient yeah. use of psychedelics. Okay. Uh, the earliest evidence of psychedelics use can be found in a cave in the, I apologize, uh, Tassili and Ajir region of the Sahara Desert in Algeria. Okay. Okay. In this cave is a mural depicting what is referred to as the Mushroom Man or Mushroom Shaman, a bee-headed figure with mushrooms sprouting out of his body. Mushrooms identified as psilocybin uh, mushrooms. Psilocybin. There's going to be, thank you, there's going to be lots of stuff that I'm going to get and, wrong. And how old was that? How old is that? Uh, 7,000 to 9,000 years old, this mural. Okay. And an, another early piece of evidence of possible psychedelic use comes from the Selvia uh, Pasqu Pasqualia, Pasqualia uh, mural in a cave near Spain. The mural features mushrooms that researchers believe to be psilocybin of a different variety, uh, a local species of psilocybin mushrooms. So the mural is 6,000 years old. There's also evidence use of uh, peyote in the Rio Grande in Texas, um, dating back to 3,000 to 700 B.C. How about that? It does, it does mention Peru. In northern Peru, a stone carving of a deity dating from 1,300 B.C. shows this god holding the San Pedro cactus. Mm -hmm. And then we have mushroom stones indicating the use of psilocybin mushrooms have been found in both Mexico and Guatemala dating back to 1,000 to 1,500 B.C. So, uh, you know what you can take from all of that? Yeah. 
we've been using them forever. Yep. Yeah. Forever. Is it, I mean, is anybody surprised? I mean, no. you know, Come on. We, we were eating all the things, right? <laughs> no I really, like, I often think about this. Like, who was the first dude to pick, like, mm -hmm. an onion out of the ground right. and be like, this is awesome? I think right. that about oysters. Yeah? Like, who, <laughs> who was like, I'm going to crack that thing open and eat yep. that? Well, and then I, then I wonder, like, all of the, could say, trailblazers that once you figured out, once they figured out that some mushrooms had a certain effects than other. There was a lot of, I assume, trial and error, right? Yeah, that's really ballsy, too, to even pick up another mushroom and eat it, because you can eat one, and it will fucking kill you. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. So yeah. who's going to eat the next one we yeah. don't know yeah. about? That's what I mean. You do it. No, you do it. <laughs> Maybe that's fucking how we got rid of the idiots. <laughs> you eat this one. Next thing you know, they're running shit. They get the good mushrooms. They yeah. Know, yeah. I got an idea! <laughs> yeah, they're like, this guy's not as dumb as we thought. Uh, so the next section I have is the Western discovery of psychedelics. Um, in some time before Westerners discovered the use of psychedelics among cultures, such discoveries were first made by European explorers who sailed to Latin America. Here is a timeline of some of the most famous discoveries. I'll just uh, peruse through this. Ready? Uh, in 1496... Uh, Frere Raymond Payne, who accompanied Christopher Columbus on a second journey to the Americas, noted how the Tiano people of Haiti, the Dominican Republic, would consume a psychoactive snuff called mm, uh, Yopo? Yopo. Mm -hmm. Okay. This snuff is made from... Some sort of seeds. I don't know the name. Yeah, okay, of it's it's huge, and it starts with an A. Sorry, everybody. Uh, it's a type of shrub that contains DMT and 5-MeO-DMT. Okay, moving on to that one. Uh, 1560, Frey... Bernandio, uh, a Spanish missionary priest, I got that wrong, uh, he wrote in his codex about how the Aztecs were using peyote and psilocybic mushrooms. That was 1560. Uh, I'm going to jump up to 1864. A French physician reported the use of the I Iboga, Iboga? Iboga. Iboga mm -hmm. root, uh, which contains West Ibogaine. Africa. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, in the Congo. Yep. So how about that? <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. is there a, a chemical difference between Ibogaine and ayahuasca? Th th there is. There's all, these are all, look, man. <laughs> these, are, these are all these are all just powerful fucking gifts from God. You of know, course, like sure. yeah. before we had all this all, all around us that we wake up and 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 hustle through every day. Before this was all around us, it was just us and the earth yeah. and the elements. Yep. And uh, and these are just just like a banana is a gift from God, and the rain is for the crops. You know, these are powerful gifts from God that are given freely. For our use and for our connection and so yeah it's i mean scientifically we know that people around the world have been using different substances whatever was local to them to um you know i think most i i I posit that most religions are probably based off some sort of psychedelic yeah. experience. Yeah, I, I mean, like to think that Christianity and the burning bush, right? Right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, there's something to be said for for other ways of of touching divinity, but I mean, these plants are 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 direct tunnels, you know, to the divine, you know, and you can call that whatever you will in whatever religion or part of the world you're in, but yeah, it's no surprise to me and I one of my favorite things that Terence McKenna came up with actually um, is the stoned ape theory. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. So, so, this, is, so this is a... a but please. A, a this is a great possibility. Just briefly, it's just the, you know, the thought that um, you know, going through the plains and picking up stuff like we were just talking about to eat, you know, obviously flipping over the cow patties that came across these psilocybin mushrooms and had experiences. And uh, it's, it's, it's theorized by McKenna that this helped uh, develop language, 
It also helped with sex drive, so it helped with the population. It helped with neurogenesis and neuroplasticity, which means new brain cells and opening new neural pathways, and so that all of this sort of led to, 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 to novel ideas, and so that all of this sort of led to our evolution over time because we see such a huge jump in human evolution at a certain point. So yeah, that's a that's a fun one. So yeah, it's no surprise to me. And yes, there are different. So so um, ayahuasca has DMT in it, mm-hmm. and there are many plants, a lot of plants that contain DMT. But ayahuasca has an MAOI, which allows your body. Most of the time, if we ingest DMT, our bodies will just break it down. But this allows our body to not break it down, so that you can feel the effects of it. And one of the most amazing things to me is that in the jungle, there's some I don't know, ninety thousand, one hundred thousand different trees, shrubs, plants, whatever. But yet somehow, thousands of years ago, they discovered if you take this one vine, yeah, and this one plant leaf, and cook it down forever into a very condensed, like I mean, you know, how thousands do you figure that out? Out of the hundred thousand, you know, plants and whatnot yeah. in the jungle. So that's pretty amazing. You think there me. is divine intervention there? I mean, I mean, that's what I believe. Yeah, that's cool. You know, that's what I believe. I mean, I could get down with that, that, or it's really good luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are I'll arguments out way. there that all of this is really good luck. So mm-hmm. it's not, I guess, crazy to think that if there's enough good luck out there. Yeah. But I also like to think that you know, maybe that there's somebody waving a wand or two. Yeah. So, so DMT is in ayahuasca. Right. Psilo, uh, psilocybin mushrooms, or magic mushrooms as people call them, uh, contain psilocin. And one of the reasons why mushrooms are being able to be studied again now in like you know universities and, and other institutions is because they can make psilocin in a laboratory. Yeah. And they can also very specifically dose it. Okay. So in other words, with ayahuasca, you know, it's a lot about spirit. It's a lot about really a higher dimension and a higher vibration in a very spiritual way but and, and but with the mushrooms and the psilocybin you know they can they can very specifically dose it mm-hmm. and so you know that's it's more controlled um not to say that all the beautiful spiritual and mental and physical side effects aren't in there it's just different right okay um so that's so that's uh, psilocybin um with wachuma or san pedro and peyote it's 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 a mescaline mescaline mm-hmm. okay it's a mescaline um and that's really not being studied too much anymore, but the MDMA is because, of course, again, they can make it in the lab and it's yeah, controlled. Yeah, there's like therapeutic. And yeah. ketamine as well. So it's good that we are all starting to realize how beneficial yeah. and healing these things are. The, we're in a very slippery gray area now because then as soon as there's a whiff that this is going to be moving forward, Big Pharma yeah. and other huge mm. institutions mm-hmm. are going to come in, sweep in, snatch it up, copyright That's everything, terrifying. and they're going to make it impossible for normal people to pay for. Would well, you like well, some Brayer branded LSD, well, Ryan? No, and and right. What they'll, <laughs> what they'll do also is make it illegal for anybody to. Of do, course, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like if no. you're caught right now with yeah. with with an oxycontin and and you don't have a prescription, right. it's illegal, right? right. And it could be this. Yep. It could be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And again, as I was saying before, like these are God given. These are freely given by God. I don't know how you can a even begin yeah. to call them illegal. You know, because if some idiot wants to do so, you know, it's crazy. Because if a cop stops somebody and they have a bag of psilocybin mushrooms, they will go to jail. Yeah. Right? But if they have a bag of mushrooms where if you eat one, it will fucking kill you, they can have a murderous bag of mushrooms. That's a great point, dude. Wow. No, you're free to go. Wow. 
I promise I'm not going to pee I mean, I say the neighbor. fuck the police right. anyways. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where are we at in our page? I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, 1799, the first Silas, uh, psychedelic mushroom experience in London took place. A father went to gather field mushrooms for his family to eat, as he usually did, but it turned out he picked the psilocybic kind as well. He knew Psil exactly what he was doing. Psychedelic kind. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, his, his wife was on his ass, and he was like, yeah, listen, trip I got some something nuts. for you, yeah. Let's see what happens. I'll cook tonight. They, he, what happened was he ate, like a cow got in or something, and he, he ate one and realized it was fucked up, and yep. then the wife was nagging him, so he slipped it in her drink. Yep, yep, yeah, there you go. Um, you might be able to comment on this one. In 1851, uh, Spruce, that's all I've got is Spruce, uh, discovered ayahuasca and drank a small amount of the brew. And what year was that? 1851. Yeah, I mean, he was a couple thousand years late to the party, yeah. but I guess he's back. But he also doesn't have a last name, or... Yeah, Spruce. Yeah, Spruce. What, was it Springsteen? Like uh, oh, Spruce. it might have been. Yeah. Uh, Joel? Spruce Joel? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 1887, Dr. J.R. Briggs published an article about his self-experimentation with peyote. In 1897, the pharmacologist Arthur Hefter consumed 150 milligrams of mescaline hydrochloride that he had isolated. This was the very first experience with a purified psychedelic substance. 1897. Mm. In 1914, Science Magazine published a first-hand account of a man by the name of Mr. W who ingested psilocybin mushrooms. Cool. In 1938, anthropologist Jean Bassett Johnson and his wife participated in a mushroom ceremony in Mexico. These suck. Oh, here's one. In 1943, Swiss chemist Albert Hoffman took 250 micrograms of LSD, which he had created. If I'm not mistaken, doesn't the story go something to the effect of he accidentally got it on his hands? Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. That's what oh. I've heard as well. Yeah, Anecdote evidence. I mean, I could see it happening. Sure. Maybe it happened after he did it, but... maybe. Yeah, yeah, just dosing himself some really pure. But what LSD. I mean, what would happen if you got LSD on your hands? Well, it goes in through your skin, skin. and he, he noticed right. that he got fucked up. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Especially that's like using that's how he realized he discovered something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty nine. Philosopher Alan Watts tries LSD and reports having a mystical experience. And in the sixties, underground chemists such as uh, Leonard William Picard, Nick Sand, and Oswali Stanley manu start to manufacture LSD and distribute them to the general public. These chemists produce millions of doses of the compound. Now, what is what is natural about LSD? I don't know. Well, if I'm not mistaken, it's based off of ergot, which is a mold that used to grow on bread. And so I think it's sort of like the, uh, the active ingredient okay. in it, if I am not mistaken. All right. I forget what it stands for. Lysol something, something, something. Something, something. Lucy in the sky with diamonds, <laughs> That's exactly man. what it stands for, yeah, man. Bro. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> shall we move on? Are we ready for the next thing? Yeah, let's go. Uh, okay. Um, let's talk about all things psychedelics. Everything zen, right? First guy I want to talk about, you guys know who Timothy Leary was? Of course. Uh, I got some stuff on him in case you didn't know. Timothy Leary forged a career as a noted psychology professor and researcher before becoming a major highly controversial advocate of psychedelic drugs during the 1960s. He was imprisoned on marijuana charges and escaped only to be caught. He escaped? I didn't know that part. Uh, he later worked in entertainment and cybernetics and published many books. Yep. How about that? Do you have any Timothy Leary experiences or stories? Uh, I do. Yeah? Kind of, kind yeah. Kind of? Cha? So, so when I was in New York, I had a huge hippie phase where I had dreads, mm -hmm. unlike my buddy right next to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I... Um, I really got into going to fish shows just because mm -hmm. I really like the community. 
You know what I mean? It was like I was playing in a punk ska band mm-hmm. where it was like high energy, like mm, in your face, like yeah. fuck you, fuck the man, yeah. you know, like. And then like and <laughs> nothing says fuck the man like trombos and trumpets. Right. Yeah. But we were, you know, Take we were that. aggressive Scott. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but we were hardcore Scott. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, like on the sidelines, I'm like sneaking off and going to fish shows, you know? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> that was my side chick. <laughs> okay. I love it, dude. Side and so I saw um I saw fish at Darien Lake. In upstate New York, which is like where the Six Flags is. Okay. So pretty big venue. Yeah. And he brought they brought out Timothy Leary characters, right? Mm-hmm. And did this whole song where the whole thing was basically like a giant acid trip. Oh wow. Like, Were you in fact on acid? No. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't even know who Timothy Leary was. Like, mm, okay. I mean, at that time I was probably like 14, 15. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I think I drank a couple beers young. and smoked a couple, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. a couple hits off a of blunt. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, what is happening? This is awesome. And then the guy that went with us explained the whole thing. I was like, that's fucking cool. Mm, you yeah. know? That is cool. Yeah. And so that's my only experience with Timothy Leary. Like, that's how I learned about it. Okay. Uh, the next guy, I, do you have any Timothy Leary stuff? No, no. I was, he said up, he saw somebody upstate and then Timothy Leary. And I was just thinking about this time I, I was living in Manhattan, I think. And I took a bus up to Saratoga to yep. see a Lollapalooza. And, uh, I just remember the Beastie Boys were there yeah. and some other people, but I, I went up on a bus by myself and it poured rain and it was like on this horse track yep. or something. So and, that's uh, Saratoga, SPAC. Okay. Yeah. Saratoga Performing Arts Center. I don't know. It was a, it was a yep. race track. Awesome it was a name. horse. Yep. It was a horse, horse race. Horse track. race. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So I'm. I I went Smack. by myself. I took the few hour bus trip up from the, from the city, and I got some acid when I got there. And bro, was it so strong? And it was raining, and everything was muddy and slippery. And I was like, literally, I feel like for two hours, I just wandered around like a zombie, just completely lost, yep. just out of it, dude. I remember trying to go up and watch the Beastie Boys, and I was just so fucking high, you know. But like. <laughs> It felt good, but like I didn't know what was happening. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then I realized that there was no bus leaving to go back at night. So I'm like soaking wet and tripping balls up in Saratoga. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. And, you know, and so I uh, went to where the bus stop was going to be in the morning, and it was like some parking lot yeah. somewhere. And I slept in the parking lot. I there were free newspapers there. That's when people read papers. And I just wrapped them around my arms like yep. fucking the Michelin man. Yeah. And around my legs and curled up in the parking lot. Yep. Yeah. So that's my story about Tim E. Leary slash upstate New York. I like it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a story like that. I like it. <laughs> Not even a little bit. But guess what? Uh we can talk about Terrence McKenna a little bit. He was born in uh November 16th, 1946. Mm-hmm. I think my mom was born in 46. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he died April third, two thousand. McKenna, trailblazer, yeah. yeah, yeah, huge, huge on mushrooms. I'm sorry, did you have more to add to that? Nope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now his, 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 his brother Dennis is now sort of like picking up where he left off. Oh, that's cool. In his own right, yeah. He's been doing it for 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 decades as well. Um, no, they just traveled around a lot when they were young. You know, this is back in the days in the sixties and whatnot. And they would just like they went to the jungle and they like they took massive amounts of all the fucking things, like right. all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Where like the trees were like speaking to them and yep. things yes. were opening up, you know, like totally going in, you know. Yeah. 
And uh, so he was like a big pioneer on that. So a lot of his, a lot of what he has to share, are just like beautiful, profound insights for people, particularly in the community or with experience, you know, because they can relate a little bit. But he had a lot of really good thoughts. And uh, and he was also big on DMT. You know, people are into smoking DMT right now. I have my own thoughts on that. But uh, but he was really big into that. And uh, you know, the talking about the machine elves and the mm -hmm. whole. Oh, I have machine elves. What are? There. Can you please tell me? Yeah, what are, so what are machine elves? I, I look. I've never smoked DMT. I I have in in a different form, uh, uh, Bufo alvarius, which is the secretion of the Sonoran Desert Toad. But I have not. Whoa, smoked, that's cool. I have not smoked synthetic DMT. So when you take the natural form, uh, it doesn't. There are no machine elves, and you sort of are not taken to like. I hear. I hear tell okay. that like when you smoke regular DMT, like you go to like a place, you know, uh -huh. you're like in this place and these jokers or jesters or elves or whatever might appear. But there's none of that with the, with the Bufo alvarius. Um, it's a, it's a different, slightly different molecule too. So it's five MEO DMT in the Bufo alvarius and it's NN DMT in the synthetic kind that you vape. So they're, they're slightly different, but, but I've, so I've never experienced the elves, but, uh, people see all sorts of entities in there and um you know and i have to wonder why everybody is that's what i was just about to ask experience. yeah it's a shared similar mm -hmm. hallucination it, type? It, you know it might just be a, a different dimension that for a moment you're able to tap into yeah you know, like if you think that's about cool. it our bodies all our senses are our smell and sight and, and sound and touch and taste and everything is filtering you know there's so you know the energy's in the universe it's yeah. the universal energy you know right. so sure. much so so these so our bodies are like filters you know and we just shut out the majority of it and i think from possibly in my opinion possibly my theory is that for a moment you know you're opened up to that more because mm -hmm. your senses are like shut down and you're yeah. open and so for a moment you may be able to go into a dimension that is possibly here all around us all the time but that we're just closed off to yeah and you might be able to touch that for just a moment and there might be other realms and other dimensions where there are things happening that we are just not aware of and yeah. i mean lives being had or what have you things at play i hope so there don't. i hope there are man because yeah. uh <clears throat> It's boring sometimes here. Yeah. <laughs> I want the universe where I'm like president and there's like dogs walking people and shit. <laughs> Fuck, where's that one at? So I, I smoked DMT one time. Okay. Whoa, tell. you did? Yeah. Oh go? my gosh. Did you, did you, did you smoke the crystals? Did you vape it? What did you do? It, it was just in a bowl. Like somebody was just like, yo, you know, like, and I was at Buddy's house. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a good place to do it. <laughs> I was just like, whatever. Let's yeah. go. You right. got this reverend thing, and you're just like, hey, yeah. here you go. Yeah, so I did, and <laughs> it felt like three hours. Yeah. Right? Come to find out, it was like six minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. minutes usually, yeah. But yeah, I went, like, it was completely different than ayahuasca. It is. Right? It's not even close, not yeah, even comparable. In yeah. the same comparison, <clears throat> it was a fast track to where I was going, hmm. right? Like, with ayahuasca, it was a fast track to my inner monologue my my you know everything that higher I, self i push to the back burner mm -hmm. yep everything i don't want to think about that i don't want you know like hurt any kind of anger any kind of yeah this one just brought me like literally it felt like to the cosmos like mm. where i saw like like i felt like i was watching the universe spinning around and how did that make you feel how did you feel i was uncomfortable but at peace okay Right? Yeah. Peacefully uncomfortable? Yeah. That's so cool. It's so foreign. Yeah. But then once you get there and you're stuck yep. there and you realize you're there and there's nothing you can do about yep. it, you realize that it's peaceful, isn't it? So I was just kind of like, at first, it was too much. Mm -hmm. You know, like I can imagine watching me mm -hmm. from the outside and I was probably 
very uncomfortably mm -hmm. freaking out a little bit. Mm -hmm. But then it was just like, no, soak this in, mm -hmm. right? There was also the opposite of ayahuasca. I feel like I didn't gain anything from it. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. You know what I mean? That's yeah, you just like visited I did, a place yeah. rather than learned anything. Yep. Yeah, I, where ayahuasca is, is like it's 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 a teacher. Right. Ayahuasca is a teacher. Yep. Yes, and so I I agree with you mostly on that. And and I think you know and and the synthetic DMT I have my own opinions on, um, but I also think these 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 powerful medicines are possibly used for different things. So maybe one is not for this thing that you're dealing with or you need to get through or, or, or discover or manifest, but maybe this one is. And so, uh, like you were saying, like ayahuasca is a teacher, you know, you have yeah. some time to really sit with it and think about it and go deep and contemplate some things and really deal with some shit, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And also still on the way out, still feel that connection, still feel that source of love and divinity and realize that your life is so much more. And with the smokable kind, it is so quick that I question how much you can really integrate those lessons because with a slower ayahuasca one, you can come back and be like, okay, I remember being told this or seeing this or remembering this or feeling yeah. this, so now mm. let me go to work on changing more time this. to process yep. shit. Right, what yeah. can I do now to manifest some real changes in that better direction? Right. But with the quicker one, it's so much, so fast, it's like boom, and then you come back and you're like, okay, well, what the fuck do I do with that? Yeah. That was divine, but like, I, what the fuck do I do now? How do, yeah. I, how do I make changes uh, yeah. off of what I just learned? And so I think DMT, either the synthetic kind or the bufo alvarius, I think is really good for people who are going through some very, a real existential crisis, and they need a very quick connection with divinity to feel that things are so much greater right. and so much more love than what they feel they are in yeah. their bodies right now. And so that remembrance is powerful in itself. Right. So some people who just need that very quick remembrance because they're going through something very intense in their life, I think it's very beneficial for. Ayahuasca, I still believe, would be better to process all that stuff more yep. fully over time. But but if you need like something very quick, a quick remembrance, I think those are good for that. Anyway, yep. that's my piece on that. Very so, cool. So in a couple words, uh -huh. we'll sum it up as this. Sure. Okay? Sure. Ayahuasca is like that you're perfect the perfect girl right and you know what you want to you want to make love you want to you want to make this thing beautiful and perfect and you want to learn a lesson and you want to be with this thing forever where smokable dmt is kind of like that slut you pick up at the bar and just like hit it and call it a day <laughs> awesome <laughs> okay uh right right uh, no comment. Okay, already then. <laughs> Perfect. Shall we move on? Hey, you guys want to talk about MK Ultra real quick? Yeah. I love this. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. On April tenth, nineteen fifty-three, Alan Dooley's, the newly appointed director of the CIA, delivered a speech Dulles. to a gathering of Princeton alumni. Though the event was mundane, global tensions were running high. The Korean War was coming to an end. And that earlier that week, the New York Times had published a startling story asserting that American POWs returning from the country may have been converted by communist brainwashers. Um, uh, some GIs were confessing to war crimes like carrying out germ warfare against the communists, a charge the U.S. categorically denied. Others were reportedly so brainwashed that they had refused to return to the United States at all. As if that weren't enough, the U.S. was weeks away from secretly sponsoring to overthrow, uh, or sp sorry, uh, sponsoring the overthrow of a democratically elected leader uh, in Iran. Uh, the CIA director had just become the first civilian director of the agency, growing more powerful by the day, and the speech provided an early glimpse of his priorities for the CIA. In the past few years, we've become accustomed to hearing much about the battle for men's minds, the war for ideologies. It goes on to 
basically say MK Ultra was when the CIA and that's Dulles. Dulles, was, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> I'm good. Was, I'm good uh, at mispronouncing things. They were looking into like brain brainwashing, you know. Right. And and it, and guess first of all, it's no wonder that soldiers came back from war and didn't want to fucking go. Yeah. You know, like yep. surprise. But anyways, they did think I think that the Russians were like brainwashing people, and so they had to get into the game, and so they they started uh, studying LSD, and of course, you know, there's all the all the things about where they would get Johns, they would they would work with prostitutes, and so the prostitutes would go get Johns, and then yeah, there would be, I heard about there'd this. be like people on the other side of the one way mirror, and they would dose the Johns, and you know take notes on them, and and uh, and then they actually experimented on soldiers as well um, to see the effects, but it wasn't the brainwashing, you know. Uh, potion that they thought it, it was no. going to be clearly. It in. They so, were trying to find a truth yeah. serum, right? Truth right. serum, yep. right. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck yeah. those guys. Brian, fuck those guys. Hey, guess what? You want to hear some good news? Yeah. Uh, as I was trolling through the internet, trolling, I'm not a troll, but as I was going through the internet, uh, I came uh, on to uh, the legalization is for uh, psychedelics in general yeah. is uh, uh, becoming more and more of a, a positive outlook uh, yeah. because guess what? It came to as a surprise. It came to a surprise to many when uh, February third, Australian regulators announced that medicines containing the psychedelic substances MDMA and psilocybin can soon be used there to treat post-traumatic stress disorder. How about that, Australia? They're pretty tight knit on a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's cool. The thing is, is it, uh, here's the problem with this. It sounds good to legalize. Mm -hmm. But then once they legalize, as we discussed before, they're going to come in and they're going to like heavily reg regulate, which you know is a whole other discussion and an important one on safety and respect. But uh, if I th almost think it's better to decriminalize it rather right. than to legalize it. That's what people said about weed too, and yeah. I mean, at least so far, the legal cannabis market hasn't done too much. I don't think to alter. I mean, what do I know? I don't. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean medical medical is expensive, but you know what you're getting. It's yeah. strong. It's now that's that that's that's a good positive outlook. If if say for instance psilocybin or mushroom, you, for right now in Florida it's just medical. So if I go and pay I don't know two hundred dollars to a doctor, he'll write me a prescription. Then I can go and I don't know I pay like a a, a club fee at the local you know weed shop, but and then I can buy it for a pretty decent price and legally and all that. So now if that were to be the same way with mushrooms, it'd be cool. Okay, let yeah. me go pay you $200. It's more like get, a gray market. I'll get my legal card, and then yep. let me go and find out if I want penis envy or fucking <laughs> tidal waves. <laughs> you know? Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Hey, uh, also in the future, what about sensory deprivation? You guys know anything about sensory deprivation tanks? Yeah, I've, I've done it once. Is it fun? Yeah, I did it actually. <laughs> I did it actually after I came back from a ceremony. Um was it fun? It was relaxing. I mean, it was relaxing. Yeah. I, I didn't have any any mind blowing Did experience, and I was really like breathing and doing yeah, my meditation. Yeah. I was like, uh -huh. you know, I was there for it, but I didn't have any. Doesn't mean people can't have them. I'm sure they can, right. especially if they're not used to something like that. Right. Then it might be very foreign, and they mm -hmm. might really, you know, have a good have a yeah. good time in there. So I, I've done that. So that's how how long is it? I think it was about an hour. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. the idea is to not be able to tell, right? Well, I guess yeah. you could. Oh, it was this time yeah. when I went in, and this time when right. I went out. But yeah. What but is, I mean, how long did it feel like? An hour. I don't know. I'm pretty good with time. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay. You hear about monks, monks that go into meditation for <laughs> days and yeah. weeks and years. Yeah. And, yeah. And that, like, they, they don't age because they're in such deep meditation. 
And like that's that's intense. Mm-hmm. Have you done the sensory deprivation tank? No. Have either one of you? No. no. Yeah, it's, it's it's an attempt to to use natural means to get to some sort of psychedelic experience. Right. Um, and holotropic breathing. Mm-hmm. Holotropic no, breathing is it so it also known as breath work. Yeah. Um really when it gets right down to it, it's really just like over oxygenating your system. You're just if I, I'm it's okay. I'm gonna hit that six thousand more times. That's okay. okay. I can't help it. I'm always talking with my hands. But it's just really a lot of heavy breathing to over-oxygenate. But also, you know, it's a great release in so many ways of emotions and things that people have stuck in them and whatnot. So, um, And it can get you to a really deep place of release as well. So that's that's another one that can be used. It's all natural, of course. Meditation is time-tested, you know, throughout throughout history. We know that the ones that went and sat and closed their fucking eyes and shut the fuck up and didn't, you know, and just let it be for days possibly at a time yeah. you know yeah they they got there too sure and yeah but these 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 plants when used with respect and safely are are just like a a, a bit of a hack there right to get to get there Absolutely. awesome uh let's skip the next thing and go on to the next thing after that how about that what do you think <laughs> Sounds good. awesome so that means it's time for segments now's the time of the show where we get goofy yes yes, yes. all right so the first thing we're going to talk about i have a bunch of people that had a bad trip man in oh, one way or another they had a bad trip rough can we talk about the first one yep. first one the headline is over a thousand dollars falls out of an alleged drug dealer's butt in county jail can you imagine rough do you imagine it was when he was stripped down and they had him bend over to check yeah because they make you squat and call. They sure do. Yep. It was way I mean, up I'm, there. A thousand dollars? Like, can you imagine the cop like thinking about it, just like an ATM? Right. In all tens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, the next one, and I might read a little bit more about this one. Uh, Vatican drug orgy broken up by cops. Sounds all right. right. Sounds <laughs> yeah, right. the Epic Parties Department, a priest at the Vatican was caught by police in a big gay drug orgy. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. He's just human. Give the guy a break. I mean, hey. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he could. It's not the first time Catholics have been wrong. I was going to say something about. Anyways. All right. How about this one? A guy dressed as the Joker was arrested for wearing a mask. That doesn't seem cool. In March. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. But if he's the Joker, he doesn't have a mask on, right? So they they got him for face paint? I guess. Yeah. Uh, This was in Washington, D.C. Police say he was walking around carrying a big sword. Oh, that's what well, they lost <laughs> the fucking mask. Man, it? <laughs> it might have something to do with we're the giant three-foot cleaver. Not cuffing you for the sword, it's for the fucking face. Mask. Yeah, <laughs> too much red on the lips, dude. But I like your sword. Yeah. The katana's pretty sweet, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have this thing that's like not entered into evidence. It's just a katana. How about this one? A man farts at a detective until he's released. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, when being interrogated by police, it's best to keep your mouth shut unless you have a lawyer by your side. But maybe there's another way to get out of trouble. This dude in Kansas was riding in a car in which police found drugs and two handguns. Not cool. He was taken in for further questioning. When detective asked uh, him about his address, he leaned to one side of his chair and released a loud fart before answering with the address. The detective wrote in his report about the interrogation, the barrage of farts continued. And according to the detective, he continued to be flatulent. So I ended the interview. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He wasn't charged, but later they found uh, other stuff on him. So yeah. he was. Uh, How about this one? So a close. woman was caught smoking weed in a parking lot uh, before her court summons for weed possession. <laughs> 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 
she was in the parking lot of the courthouse. Yeah. In a, awesome. in a, this says it says uh, P, she was in a spot that says PD parking only, and she was hot boxing. Uh, <laughs> my goodness. Could you imagine if she made it into her her court hearing? It's like. <laughs> You guys got any, you guys yeah. got nuggets? Mm-hmm. I'll take a two piece, a, a twelve piece. Ma'am, we're here today uh, to discuss weed possession. Y'all got some? You got some? <laughs> Who's holding? Uh, the headline for this one says "Circumcision by Gun." A robber shot himself in the groin at a hot dog stand in Chicago. A robber in Chicago faced the ultimate punishment when he shot his own dick, according to the Sun Times in October. This is kind of sad. He was only 19. A 19 year old guy held up a, t- a hot dog stand with a gun in West Pullman neighborhood on the city's south side shortly after 6 a.m. What hot dog stand is open at like 5:30? After snatching the cash, he made a break for it. And the, the gun actually discharged. The one that sells meth is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that might not have been a hot dog stand nope. at all. That was all. a trap house. <laughs> How about an alleged kidnapper, which normally is not cool, but he takes a nap at a crime scene. <laughs> okay, always is not cool. Sorry. <laughs> but he takes a nap at the crime scene, so he doesn't yeah. get too far. <laughs> he was napping at the kidnapping. <laughs> I got confused. That's I didn't know which kind of napping I was supposed to do. Uh, this one says a guy hiding from cops falls through a ceiling and lands right in front of the cops. Mm. This happened in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Scranton. That makes I love sense. it. Yep. Yeah, of course that's where you would land, right? It all checks out. Yeah. So that's all I got for that. What do you think about that, Brian? I like it. Oh, my gosh. What do you think about that, Shane? I love it, dude. Love it. Are we move on to the next one? Yeah. Okay, Brian, um, this is your part of the show. Where you can talk as in depth or as shallowly, if that's a word, about your recent experience. Mm-hmm. So the 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 reason I love the retreats is the camaraderie. Okay. Well, before there. before you go in too much further, for anyone yeah. that wasn't listening last week, can you tell us when you say retreat? Yeah. Can you describe a little bit about what you did it is this weekend? It was an ayahuasca retreat. Okay. Yep. And it was what ten guys. Ten guys. Yep. Something like that. Yep. And it, everyone's there for each other, mm-hmm. right? It is the most beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. Nah, no, it's okay. It. No. You can say Yo, we, it. we are big mushy mushes on no, this thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to say, beautiful, like, if you can combine, like, my, my hair's sticking up, like, most beautiful, savage, gorgeous, mind-altering thing I've ever done, mm. Right? And the thing is, every time is different, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like you can go in nervous about it because, you know, the medicine's still working from the night before or the medicine's working before you even walk in the door, mm-hmm. you know, because there's already a plan for for you during this. You know, that that's what I've realized this time. And it's your choice to let it happen or not. You can try and mentally fight it, physically fight it. And that's why this this year when I went, I was just like, I'm letting go. I have no control. Let it happen. And it was beautiful. Because the first time I didn't know what was going, you know, I didn't know what was happening. So my your brain, like like Shane was saying, everything has a filter. Because we're raised to be that way. Mm-hmm. Right? You're raised to uh, like look out for something that could be harmful. You know, mm-hmm. your fight, sure. your fight, fight or, or flight. Fl- yep, fight yeah. or flight kicks in, and you either can sit there and just 
enjoy the ride mm -hmm. or be miserable fighting it, right? Mm -hmm. But the beauty of it is if you actually soak it in, mm -hmm. right? Like people can go to it and say like, yeah, I got this, I got that, and not integrate anything into real life. But if you do, it's the most magical, powerful thing I've ever done. So on that note, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it, it, you know, you said something like beautiful and savage at the same time, yep. and it is, and uh, you know, you also said you can either fight it or you can try to enjoy the ride, yep. and that's just fucking life, isn't yep. it? Yep. You know, like, True. it's fucking savage. Yep. It's savage. It I mean, the, 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 the four noble truths, the first one of Buddhism, the first one is life is suffering. Yep. And so many times I think people don't want it to suck, but life fucking sucks sometimes. So, okay, we know that now. Check, we know that. Now what the fuck do we do? Right. Mm -hmm. Now we learn how to fucking cope with it. We breathe right. through and we try to enjoy the fucking ride. Right. Yeah. I will say, Brian, I personally have never had a psychic experience of any kind, but I saw you before you left, and I saw you when you got back. Yeah. Two different people. Yeah. Day and night. Absolutely. 100%. You know what I'm I mean? Like, I was worried like, about you. I mean, you know, I'm always worried about everybody, but bro, I was I'm a little like, worried I'm, about I'm you like, when you left. Like, the same as, I, same as last year when I left, Uh huh. I was, I'm just, like, ready to fucking take on the world. Mm -hmm. Like, the only thing that's holding me back is me. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So get the fuck out of my own way. Dad's rise up. That's rise up. Right. Rise up. <laughs> Tell me about the manatees, please. Oh, go, no, no, go ahead. Oh, the manatees were beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Yep. Very cool. So I didn't mean to cut you off. Did, I'm sorry. Did they get the uh, the video or the? Uh, it's in the group chat. Yeah. Cool. It's cool. in the group chat. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. And the, like uh, the boat captains were both awesome. They were hilarious. Yeah, they were really cool. It was a really cool experience. Yeah. Yeah. I love manatees. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, dude. But like, so last year we went cave, di cave diving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Cause like, that you, water must have been cold. You don't know. Well, no, this, this was, there was no water in these, in the caves. But oh, the manatees, yeah, the water was cold as fuck. I got you. Yeah, yeah it was. The manatees, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, for the caves, like, we would find like a little nook and they would just, like, if you crawl for like 12 feet, mm -hmm. it opened up to like this beautiful cavern to where you could stand wow. up and like, and so and this, this is important to get out. It's not just you going into the so, woods tripping balls for a week. So, so first of all, uh, I just want to back up to something that Brian said just a second ago about integration. And I want to be really clear what these medicines are and what they are not. Yeah. So ayahuasca will, in particular, will sh help show you the path. And it will lighten the path. But then when you come back, we use the word integration. Now you've got to start to walk that path. And that means changing the way you did things because doing things the same old way is going to get you the same bad results that you've been getting. So now that you've seen the possibilities and know what can and should be done, now you have to go and make it happen. And that's where the real work begins. And then one has to decide how badly do I want to change? How badly do I want my life to be better? Instead of whining, instead of being a victim, instead of complaining about fucking whatever it is. And we've got so much to complain about. Boy, None of it matters. So what do we do now? And yes, going back to the manatees, it's fucking amazing, divine, yep. these huge, you know, creatures. The nearest 
living land relative is an elephant. That's a good little nugget. Oh, really? They're like uh, water pachyderms then. Exactly. That's cool. they, have their, they even have the nipple under the arm like elephants. So I had no idea. I think we've all learned something. But yes, I, I learned two things. I learned elephants and manatees have nipples under their arms. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, but with my retreats, they're very different from other ones because uh, you're not going to go out and do these sort of things. But with the men's retreats in, in particular, I think it's very important for us to get out into nature. Yeah first of all, uh, as a group so we can support each other because we're all sort of still wide open from the night's events. And also to get out um, and sort of be around other people. So we got to interact with the two captains and they were yep. amazing and stuff. But so it gives us, and we've been white water rafting. So we're going to go to a place where there's other tourists and other families and the other instructors sure. and whatnot. So it's a real time chance for us to practice some of the stuff that we've just learned last really night. Really cool. Yeah. Wow. With patience, compassion, faith, love, understanding, boundaries, all the things. So it's a it's a, it's a it's a great time. We have a freaking blast, and we did. And we had so many laughs, but it's also like there's a point to it as well. Yeah. And with the men's retreats, it's really special too, because you know the guys can just fuck off and say all the dumb jokes we want to sure. say and just have a good fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Dick jokes are important, dude. They're they important are. for healing. But then yeah. at good the, for the you soul. Know, it's crazy because at the end of it, you know, like at the end of it, all of us are like literally like brothers to the end now. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you have been something their, yeah. together yep. through something together. Yeah, it's like you almost been a battle. Right, mm-hmm. you yeah. have been spiritual yep. battle. You're going to Dude, war I, with yourself. I remember speaking of the jungle thing from before. I remember you saying the second night from the last weekend, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he literally goes, "Tonight is the night. We're not going to the jungle." The jungle's fucking coming to us. See, that's intense shit. I would and just don't say shit like that if oh, I'm about to go to the cosmos. Oh, don't. And it, and it did. The jungle came. Okay, the jungle no. Came <laughs> <laughs> I just listen to me. This is the what I want. Came all over <laughs> us. Yeah. Ah, the jungle bukkake all over ah, us. Yeah. My God, so we got, much. We got DP by the jungle. Oh God, no, I don't want that. All I want. Oh, this is all I want. All I want are perfect fifths and major thirds in my ear. That's all oh, I want. Well, so did I tell you about part of part of one of my journeys? I think it was the first night where the music was going. Everything was just so fucking perfect, right? Uh huh. Like, I never felt so alive to the point where I was like, this is your, this is your skin. This isn't anyone else's, right? You're just like, mm-hmm. and you, sure. you like take, no, and you, but you take a deep breath, like a couple deep breaths and you're like, I'm, I'm alive. I'm I can alive. do anything. I can do anything I fucking want. Yeah. And at that point you feel like just a freight train. Like yeah. Let's go. anything that's in my way. Get the fuck out because I'm I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to my destiny, my goals, my dreams. Get out the way, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the music was going, and at one point I was like, conducting. felt like I was conducting it. Yep, uh-huh. I was like the drums were battering. I was like, <laughs> were you like, give me a little bit less, give yep, me more? Yep, yep. You this trill this. But I was, and I just it. But I was like swimming. You know what I mean? Like in the music. Mm. And it was just so beautiful. Oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah. I just want perfect fifths and major thirds, please. <laughs> just those two intervals, just no, a constant this thing, oscillation. You're going this nope. thing and you're getting. Nope. You're, I want a D and an A in one ear, and I want a D and an F sharp in the other ear. No, That's you're it. getting minor fourths. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll take me to a sad place. Yeah. I don't want minor anything. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh. Are we going to move on, Brian? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's do uh, the next thing, which is going to be 
Um, oh shit! We got a phone call. Uh, I'm almost certain I hit the wrong button. Hello? Um, is this Dad? Oh shit! Is this Nomi? Yeah. Holy fuck, dude! We haven't talked to you in so long. What's it, what's it going on, guys? How are you doing? You're calling us. What are you doing? Yeah, no, no, I just, dude, I, I heard you guys were talking about those magical mushrooms that I love. We may be uh, discussing some sacred uh, sacred vessels, yeah? What, what, what of it, Nomi? What of it? Well, I mean, shit. <laughs> I'm surrounded by those fuckers every day. Yeah? What can you tell me about your experience with some of these? They're delicious with a little bit of butter. <laughs> yeah? Yep. What if you... Now, let me ask you this. You being a magical creature and all, yeah. do they affect you the same way that they affect normal people? Uh, well, check this shit out. Uh-huh. You realize I'm about one twentieth of your size, right? Uh-huh. So let's just say my little balls trip pretty good. <laughs> Do you trip so hard that you show up in other people's trips? Oh, yeah. Really? It's my favorite. Yeah? Yeah. What do you like to do? Do you like to come to them and try to teach them lessons, or do you just fuck with them? <laughs> what do you tell them? <laughs> I'll suck on their nuts a little, you know, <laughs> give them a little... <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, that's incredible. Yeah. Were Shane, you... Shane, I... Yes. I saw you a couple weeks ago. You did. Yeah. That was you on my nuts. Yep. Oh, wow. Man, can I say, I never thought I'd meet a donkey in my life. My best fucking guy. <laughs> Three inches from the floor, is that what you're trying to <laughs> I can even get my little hands around them, guys. You had to use both hands? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> uh, Nomi. Yeah. Well, I've got you here. I've got some questions. Shoot. Have you signed up for Snapchat yet? Yes. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> You're the only user. <laughs> have you had bucket juice today? Yes, I have. Awesome. What's your favorite um, psychedelic uh, substance? Um, salvia. Salvia? Oh, there's one we haven't discussed. Yeah? What's, what's uh, great about salvia? Salvia is, uh, it's... Uh, it's your ex-wife's name? Yes. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. She went on a trip out the door. Yeah. <laughs> titties out in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Gnome titties out. Very cool. <laughs> you know me. You know me? <laughs> yeah. Mommy, did you hear the rap? Uh, yeah, dude. What'd you think? It sucks shit. Oh, come on, man. We worked real hard. Yeah. Work. Next time, put me in. Wow, that's true. Okay. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nomi, it's always a treat to hear from you, but sadly, uh, I don't care why you called. Well, because I, I just want to say hi. Hello. And I hope you guys all enjoy your trips. Thank you, Nomi. Yeah. Uh, it's always nice to hear from you. Please don't do anything that we wouldn't do. Oh, I try. I, I know you will. <laughs> Bye, Nomi. Bye, Nomi. My goodness. Brian. That was that cool. Dude. Yeah, he's... He's a little crazy. He sounds like he's a little crazy. You know, there's always that relative that's like, you're not sure how you're related to him, but like, you just, 
he's just kind of there at Thanksgiving, yep. and he always gets a plate, yep. and uh, he's sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Somehow he's always there when you show up, and he's he's still there when you still leave. Yep. And for all you know, he's there all year long, or she. Yep. That's I'd Nomi. I'd like to hang out with Nomi sometimes. He's funny. I think I'd like to hang out with his ex-wife, actually, yeah, more. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> y'all want to go to Lauderdale? <laughs> forget, for, forgive me if I'm mistaken, but doesn't he have a couple of kids? Yeah. Didn't Nomi have a couple 32. of kids? 32. Oh, that's true. Oh, no, but then he ate two of them. Well, no, he threw one of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. I don't know. The number, it, he's got a fluid amount of kids. We'll say that. Um, <laughs> that means, Brian, guess yep. what? What do we got? Dad jokes. Let's fucking go. Oh, my gosh. So this has become our bread and butter, hasn't it? Yep. Yeah? All right, let me get this set up. Who wants to go first? Man, you guys got scripts out here. I'm... We do. <laughs> we take this shit sort of kind of seriously. <laughs> sort of kind of. <laughs> Are you ready, Brian? You want me to go first or you want to go first? You go first. All right, hang on. All right, shoot. <clears throat> hey, Brian! Hey, what? Why did the blonde snort artificial sweetener? Why? Because she thought it was Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, God. There you go. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Make sure it's still recording. Yeah, yeah? we're good. Okay. We're good. All right, all right. You ready? Hey, Andrew. Hey, man. What's the difference between oral sex and anal sex? Uh, tell me. One makes your whole day, one makes your whole week. Oh, my goodness. Is that W-E-A-K? Yep. Yeah. Shane, would you like to go? Um, You're going to want to let it Do I get to play, play along up? with the dad yeah. jokes? Okay, so this is, the, some, people may have heard this one before, and it's not mine. Okay. But, uh. Run it. The other day I'm at the beach and someone's waving at me. And yeah. you know how sometimes you can't tell if they're waving at you or the person behind me. So, um, anyways, in unrelated news, I lost my job as a lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good, dude. That's really good. <laughs> that was good. Nice. I like that. All right, Brian, you ready for the next one? Yeah, yeah. All right, man. <clears throat> Why should you never buy any shoes from a drug dealer? Why? Well... You won't be able to tell uh, what he laced them with. You might be tripping all day. Ah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. So bad. Ah, I love it. Oh, my gosh. Whoop. Oh. Whoop. Right. Yeah. Yes. I'm not the only one. Hey, Shane. Hey, oh. What's up, buddy? What's up? Why do they say that raw oysters are great for sex? I don't know, dude. <laughs> Because if you eat that shit, you're going to fucking eat anything. Ooh. This is true, and I it, love oysters. Me too. Me, I'm, I'm different. Yep. I'm different about them, but that's it's okay. funny because you mentioned oysters earlier, and I was like, yeah. ah. <laughs> hey, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you call a dictionary on drugs? What? A dictionary. A dictionary. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> Both of us were like, oh, no. I was trying to figure out, I was like, how high are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness, I apologize. You got it more? Yeah. Of course you do. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Ba -ba -ba Be careful. Doink. Yes. <laughs> hey, Andrew. What? What's the difference between your wife and your job? Wh what? After five years, your job's still going to suck. Oh, nice. All right, I got one, I got one more. Give us. Go, one. please. Uh, I lost my job as a bank teller the other day. A woman asked me to check her balance, so I pushed her. 
I love it. See, love it. His delivery is spot on. Yeah, like, for sure. That was like Mitch Hedberg shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, Shane. Yeah, man. Did you hear about the neighborhood barber who got arrested for dealing drugs? No. Uh, most have been his customers for years. They have no idea he was a barber. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. That's good. Any barber shop in the hood, you know where to get it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like, where are you going, honey? I'm going to get my some plugs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> going to get tightened up. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Hey, Shane. Yeah, man. What's up, dude? What's up? How is walking the tightrope the same as fucking a $10 whore? I don't know. Don't fucking look down. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Nice. All right. I got another one. Yes. Ah, do it. Yes. All right. Me and my girl were fighting the other night, and then she took her top off. It was a booby trap. Ah, yes. great. Yeah. Good stuff. Fight was over. Over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Brian, this one is specifically for you. Are yeah, you ready? Yeah, I can't wait. All right. Hey, Brian. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you call Mike Tyson on drugs? What? Messed right. up. Ah. <laughs> 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 Andrew. Uh, hey, man. What do you call two guys at a bar fighting over a whore? Tell me. God, fuck, I blew it. That's not the end of the joke. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> what the fuck is hey, happening? Andrew. Yeah, hey, Andrew. Take two. I, yeah, the Matrix glitched. Sorry. <laughs> hey, Andrew. Yes? What do you call two drunk guys fighting over a slut at a bar? <laughs> what? Tug a whore. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's how I blew it. See? <laughs> you, did. It's okay. Yeah. You got one? Uh, I don't. Okay, where was I at? All right. Um... Hey, Brian. Yeah. If there was someone selling drugs around here, we'd know. Weed, <laughs> weed would. <laughs> weed would. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shane. Hey, man. Oh, hey, Hello. <laughs> when is it okay to fight Nomi? When is it? Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> when he says your hair smells like a dumpster. What the fuck? <laughs> that was just mean spirited. I yeah, I wasn't even. No, that was awful. <laughs> no, no, we're talking about pubes. Uh, uh because Nomi's so short. Oh, <laughs> <See>? okay. <laughs> you came up with that all by yourself. Yeah, you couldn't have flubbed that one. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> right? Yeah. Your delivery was spotless on that one, yeah. man. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> hey Shane. Hey man. <clears throat> I'm trying to write a joke about cocaine. I need a line to end it. <laughs> Shame on you. That's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah, dude, that's oh it. my that's gosh. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> hey, Brian. Yeah, dude. Why did the Mexican start taking Xanax? Why? To help with his panic attacks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, your silence says enough. Go okay, on, moving on. on. Like All right. Hey, Brian. Yeah, dude. I said no to drugs, looked a bag of weed right in the eye, and like a stern, loving father, said no. I was pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got one more. Are you ready? Yep. 
Hey, Brian. Yeah, man. Did you miss 420? No. Let's try that again. Ah, <laughs> it's contagious. <laughs> hey, Brian. Yeah. Did you miss 420? I think I did. Don't worry, because 422 is 422. Ah, I see what you did there. That's ridiculous. (laughs) This has been Dad Jokes. Oh my gosh, does that mean it's time for to do all of our intro or outro shit? Yep. Oh my gosh, can you believe it, Brian? Outro shit. Outro Outro shit shit is time to do it. Uh, First of all, we would just like to say, Shane, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Thank you. Uh, It's a hefty one, and so we really appreciate your time and energy coming out and talking with us. Thanks for having me. It's been awesome. We would also like to say thank you to anybody who stayed till the end of this video. Please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Please, Shane, is there anywhere where we can check you out? Yeah, yeah. On Instagram, you can find me on midnight underscore profit underscore that's profit p-r-o-p-h-e-t so midnight underscore profit underscore and then i'm on uh i'm on uh spotify and stuff as midnight profit as well you said you got a book coming out the book i'm working on the book hard yeah. the book's working on me i hope Don't after dope wait. hope after dope my journeys with addiction ayahuasca and god sh- just keep an eye out for that awesome cool. Cool, cool. thank you thank you thank you guys i appreciate it it's, Dude, been, I'm, it's I'm, been fun i'm stoked for the book yeah man brian do you have any shout outs you know what i'm gonna shout out shane I'm going to shout out anybody who did the ceremony with us last weekend. Hey, mm-hmm. hey somebody shouting you out. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, yeah, the whole crew from last weekend. Um, shout out to you, Andrew. Thank you. You know, with like this new outlook on life, I'm like, let's shout out fucking... Shout out life. Good people. Yeah, yeah shout world. out the universe. You know, like yeah. people that aren't dickheads these days. Yeah. You know, it's like... You know what, though? Let's shout out the dickhead. They need love, too. Shout out the Probably. dickheads. They're just afraid and ignorant. Yeah. And, they need know. more love shout than the non-dickheads, dickheads, right? Yeah, dickheads. Shout out dickheads. They make the world go around. What can we do? Yeah, it's true. Shane, yeah. you got any shout outs? Shout out dickheads. Shout out to the dickheads you know out there, yeah. yeah shout Especially out, on the shout road, out. man. Fuck. And she won't hear it, but shout out to my daughter, who is amazing. Oh, yeah, man. I'm so glad. Because it's dad bod. We didn't even talk mm. about... Yeah. Oh. Well, you'll come back yeah. next yep. time. It'll yep. be it'll next be all, all about that. The kids can wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is dad time. It's, it's dad, dad time. time. First, right. we talk medicine. Yeah, kids. 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 Well, yeah. you have to get yourself right before That's you can help others. Right, it's right. full circle. Yeah, uh, I would like to shout out Ricky from the winery. What up, dude? And I would also like to shout out my friend Dan. Hello. Um, if you would like to uh, reach out to us in any way, there are several avenues in which to do so. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can always leave a comment. We have several. Uh, that we may read in a minute. Um, if you're uh, wanting to give us something a little bit more direct, you can leave us an email at d-a-d-d-b-o-d-d-b-a-n-d at gmail.com. A lot that, of Lots of Ds. We, oh, yeah. Listen, we enjoy D's. Ds here at DadBod. That's <laughs> something that we love to do. I got some emails. Yeah. Shall we read some? Yeah. This first one comes to us from Unicorns Are Real. Unicorns Ariel. That's cute. Hey, guys. Hope you had a great holiday. I was wondering if you could do a segment about giving the birds and the bees talk to your kids, oh. what are your thoughts? We need to. Yep. My daughter's 15. Mine too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And my stepson is also 15. Mm. And although I've never sat down with them, mm. I, I do know that they are educated in the uh, area. I'm sure public school had something to do with that. But yeah, no, we do need to sit down and, and just, you know, make sure that the right ideas are in place. Yeah. I, I think particularly around porn, I mean, if we're going to talk about it, I mean, yeah. porn. 
It's it's so accessible. It's ubiquitous, and these kids are seeing it, and we just need to let them know, like any TV show, it's acting, and it's not real. It's not real. Especially having daughters. Oh, my God. It's fantasy, and it's not healthy, most of it. So, yeah, yeah, it's important. Thanks a lot, unicorns, Ariel. Well, you think about Think about when we were growing up. I was still reading, like, porno mags that I got from, like, friend in high school. Like old penthouse from the sixties, yeah, exactly. Just, just bush, bush everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like you know, I'd find my dad's VHSs and like, like you were the porn buster of your block. Remember? Oh, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like you know, I'd get my shit out and whatever, and like you'd have to remember exactly where the scene started to rewind the VHS. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm. So your dad doesn't put it on. It's like oh, this was this yeah, wasn't yeah. the spot. Hey, yeah, where are the titties? Yeah, I lost my, my nut on scene two. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't my favorite scene. Yep. Oh my gosh. Nick, next one. Uh, banking on Mike said, Dads rise up. Dads rise Dad up. Rise that, up. That is our slogan. That we have to, uh, it's unfair. This is actually unfair of us. We can't do what we to shame what we do to Eric all the time. Yeah. At the end of the show, right before we sign off, we all say, Dads rise up. Yeah. Most of the time, his friend Eric comes, Dicks rise up. Uh, <laughs> he's always just like, Dad, What? No. <laughs> Uh, two more. Ready? Blanka Muffin says, hey, guys, I like your show. I've listened to your older episodes, and you guys definitely sound more together. Keep up the good podcasting. Thank you, sir. Hopefully you hit that subscribe button. If you didn't, what are you doing? Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Oh, you guys were doing so well, and then I showed up. No, <laughs> man. What are you talking about? This was awesome. Dude, this is going to be an epic, epic episode. Last episode. Yes. Lucy Moosey Apricot says, hey, guys, I just listened to your travel episode, and although a little long-winded, it was fun. What would you guys name a town? Pound Town? <laughs> I'll visit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take you to it. I'll cool. move there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Sight unseen. Yeah. Ecuador. Poundtown Ecuador. Yeah, right? There you go. There I you like go. how she said you were long-winded and then asked you a question that you then had to answer. Right, right. <laughs> yep, right. Yep. You know, some people are unaware. Great username, though, or email, whatever it was. Oh, yeah. what was it? Lucy Moose Apricot something? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's awesome. uh, I think that's all we got, Brian. Uh, Shane, do you guys have anything left to say on the subject? No, man. This has been awesome. We got it covered, man. I think so. Yeah. This was an awesome episode. Thank was, you one more time. Thank you, guys. That was beautiful. Um, I have one more thing to say off topic. I think you do, too. Yep. We already discussed it. Yep. On three. One, two, three. Dads, Dads rise up! You didn't say it with I us. I missed it. I didn't know that's how that was going <laughs> Yeah, that's my bad. You want to try it again? On three, one, two, three. Dance, Dance rise up! up! Thank you. All right, we will see everybody Monday at five. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.